0: Okay, peace and greetings, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Everything Real Estate. I'm your host Maurice Muhammad from um, your Everything Real Estate podcast. Today, we have are with our special guest, broker and owner, Farida Stokes of Harkus Real Estate Realty and Associates. Um, She's going to give us her her input on. how coronavirus and just tell us about how real estate is how her, how she's doing her real estate in this time and you know what's going on. Hopefully we can add some value to to you. And we definitely welcome your questions. Please um questions and comments are welcome. You can type them in the chat or you can make them a part of the live um that's on Facebook, the chat which is the um watch party. You can send your text or and we'll answer any questions that you have. The intent and the purpose of this whole thing is to provide value to the community and give you some good information to help you through this time in these uncertain times as there's a lot of questions and uncertainty. And we just wanna be a source of inspiration and add value to you to let you know that, you know, this tool will pass. And just to, if you have any real estate questions and any questions that we can offer um, some answers to, we would like to do that um so without any more for myself i'd like to introduce farida and then she can just explain uh tell us about who you are and what do you do
1: well first i'd like to say thank you for having me on i really truly appreciate it um as he mentioned my name is farida stokes i am broker owner of Harks realty and associates uh, we are a full service real estate agency that assists um, buyers and sellers with acquiring and selling property. And we also um, work with investors who are looking to increase their um, investment portfolio. And we also uh, provide property management services to um, landlords in helping um, find tenants for their properties.
0: Nice, thank you for that. Thank you for that. So um, where are you located? You and where's your where's your office? And you can give your, your contact information for those that may have an interest in, may need your service. Have a okay. use
1: um, l- Located in Mercer County, New Jersey, um, but we're licensed in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, currently um, reside at 1901 North Olden Avenue Extension in Ewing, New Jersey. And um, our contact information is 609-337. 4200. Email is welcome at harksrealty.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram, all with the handle of Harks Realty.
0: Thank you for that. Thank you. So that's how you can get a hold of Farida. And so I wanted to ask a question from you today is, you know, you know, what's on people's minds? What's on the minds of, of individuals right now is possibly for those right now, you know, what to do, what should we do? Should, you know, um, there's uncertainty. Do you have anything that you want to, you know, you could suggest that people could answer that if that's on, you know, individual's mind, you know, just a question of if they're thinking what to do. Now
1: is the time. So I, I, this is going to be the third um, shift that I've been in um, when it comes to real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into the market when 9-11 happened, uh, then we had the uh, crash in the 2002, 2007, 2008 timeframe, and mm-hmm. now this. And one thing that I've learned um, is that when there's a shift in the market, this is an opportunity for us to uh, work on whatever it is that we need to work on to get us to the next level. So mm-hmm. if you're an agent, um a lot of times we get caught up in the rat race of running around with you know clients and we're not building our business. Now's the time to you know really focus on um, strategizing, and um, strengthening your foundation for your business so that when things um, get back to normal, um, not only are you working with the folks that you already had in your pipeline, but the things that you wanted to do to gain new business, you have developed um, a system and a process to achieve that particular goal. And then if it's somebody who's looking to buy or sell a property, um, it's funny, I ran some numbers today in regards to, are people even buying? People are even selling anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because since uh, April 1st in our area alone, um, there have been 131 properties that came on the market. And there have also been 118 properties that sold. And this is just residential, not including leases or commercial um, properties. And so I'm only putting this out here to say that um, if we operate with a level of precaution and protecting ourselves, people are still looking and people are still you know selling. So mm-hmm. if there's an opportunity for us to us agents to you know um, partner a buyer and the seller together to get them to the closing table, then there's still opportunities there. That's good stuff. So what what time period was that? How long you said? April 1st? Until today. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. And that's just wow. in Mercer County.
0: Nice. That's, that's good to know. County. That's right. good to know. Real to, that's real to, good to put some real numbers and real perspective on things because when you don't see it, sometimes it, it seems it's like the boogeyman. It's always worse than it seems, you know. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and and, really
1: and we can we can choose what we want our reality to be. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. do we want this mm-hmm. pandemic to stifle us? Or are we going to use it to shift with the market, get creative with what it is we need to do and continue to move forward? Because eventually this too shall pass and how we come out on the other side is what we put in today. And so if we're not, you know, making any strides to be prepared for when the market is, you know, back up and running again, then it's very possible that during this time you're losing your business. Mm -hmm. And we have to think like entrepreneurs. A lot of times agents, um, you know, we, I understand that we work under, um, agents work under the umbrellas of brokerages, but if agents actually put on the mindset that they're an entrepreneur and that they're running their business, they still need a plan in place so that they are moving to the next level.
0: You just brought me right to my next question.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
0: she was right into my next question. That's why when you said that I smiled. Um, So the question that I have is, with your success, and if you lost it all today, how would you do it? And how would you recover? Because as a, a lot of individuals, this may be that may be the reality, you know, for some, you know, and it may be a restart for individuals. So do you have anything that you can, you know, being an entrepreneur, being someone that started and has done it, know i'm not sure how many times you've done it but i know that i can almost bet that it's not the first time you know starting over as an entrepreneur you know um so what would you have to offer to those individuals
1: i would say tap into your sphere of influence and your sphere of influence doesn't necessarily have to be family and friends but people who want to see you succeed in the business Mm. that includes vendors that you've worked with that includes you know past clients um, that includes you know people that you've met during you know networking opportunities really being able to tap into um, the folks that you at some point connected with to rebuild mm-hmm. um, and also keeping yourself knowledgeable of what's going on in your industry because your knowledge and your integrity and in how you educate, people in a given field will speak volumes for your work versus, you know, not being able to, you know, bring something to the table. So stay knowledgeable, continue to educate yourself and and tap into your your sphere of influence and your resources to rebuild. Right. So networking and use your resources in networking. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and we have long tools long? in place
1: too. You know, you mm-hmm. if folks aren't using, you know, for an example, a CRM for, uh, you know, to stay in touch with their uh, current clients, past clients, and and using it to generate new clients, they should really start. Again, you know, when we talked about foundation and rebuilding your found and, and building your foundation and strengthening it, you really should have some databases in place to at least get you somewhere to start.
0: Can you explain what a CRM is for those that may not know? What a um, CRM customer company?
1: relationship database. Um, sure. So it houses um, all of the information uh, regarding whether it's a lead or a client, uh, properties that they've sold, collecting personal information. Um, we have to understand that this business is not always just about the transaction, but mm-hmm. it's about you know developing that personal relationship with people. And... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just being able to capture, you know, pertinent information about folks so that you're staying in touch with them throughout, you know, a period of time so that when the time comes for them to either buy or sell or refer, that you're a top of mind for them.
0: Nice. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Would you, did you care to share any CRMs that you might find useful for individuals that may be, um, cost-effective or for someone that may be starting out in the business of real estate. And I wanted to tailor it to, you know, agents as well as consumers, you know? So, um, yeah. So anything you you would like to add to that?
1: Well, you can always do free through Excel. (laughs) You could always do that. But as you build your business, you want to be able to have some, um, tools in place with whatever it is that you use, whether it be automated emails Mm -hmm. or, Mm -hmm. um, being able to take notes on somebody or, you know, just capturing certain information. Um, so other CRMs, uh, constant contact people use. Uh, Wise Agent is another good one. Um, Playster is is a good one. And um, I'm drawing a blank, but those are three uh, <laughs> that I, I would.
0: That. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Um, um, So I just wanted to add something here that um, some, just some tips for new agents there's so uh something that i had gotten from a, a uh, seminar we went to and it's it's called database building and this is for professionals or those that may want to start a business or is, or may be in the business and may need to want to revisit it and go nothing wrong with going back to the basics right. you know often you know it really especially in a time like this it's really you never forget what you know so it's nothing wrong with going back to the basics because you go back with the knowledge you gain
1: Right. So you know
0: you're still already ahead. So um, and it's really a mindset, like you said. You know, so building your database is key is a key component to growth, just like most sales success strategies, the more contacts you capture, the greater your conversion rate. Um, so I want to mention the NARAP initiative is is no different than any other successful membership growth effort. Um, then it goes into the following are some tips to be considered in building your local database. So, um, do you happen to um, are you a member of Narab? Remember Narab? You Not at NARAB. This time. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, um, do you um, care to speak to any benefits? Do you see that you see from Narab that you think that it that they provide, or what's your thoughts on it? Yes. And so
1: um, I was I I was a member of Narab and looking to uh, reestablish my membership mm-hmm. at some point. Um, When I was initially introduced to NARAB, it had to be about maybe 12 years ago through an agent who I um, did referral business with in North Carolina. And he Mm -hmm. connected me with um, Phyllis Brent, who was the Mm -hmm. president of a chapter in North Jersey. And um, Mm -hmm. the benefits, I think, are great. I mean, in my opinion, this is not only an opportunity for... Um, African-American real estate agents or realtors to have a presence and make their voice heard. Mm -hmm. But things that um, are coming in on the front line for us to have access to and be able to um, pass that on to people in our community is, you know, just something that can't be overlooked. So Mm -hmm. um, again, being on the front lines, Learning of you know what initiatives are you know coming out, and again being able to pass that on is 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 key.
0: Got you. I like to add to the educational component. You know mm-hmm. something. Yes, yeah, so the educational component has very been beneficial. Um, it's definitely a beneficial tool that I like. That is there's classes that you know I've seen and you know really should be document and record it because you know some of the information that is there is is timeless and you won't see it you know see it again because there's a lot of information there
1: now know. i need to i need to learn more about this remby course when you get it back up and running again
0: yeah we're working <laughs> okay. on it and working on something virtual right now right. So, yep. keep me in the loop for sure We we'll do for sure. i appreciate that yep and we're working on that um so um So what is it that you do different than others that sets you apart? And I that's my I just asked, what's your secret sauce? You know, what do you do different? What makes it, you know, make make you different from everyone else? What makes you, you know, what make what do you do? What's your secret sauce that, you know, keep you that makes it work for you?
1: That's it. It makes it work for me. Mm -hmm. Um well, when I think about the pillars of my company. Uh, which are education, integrity, and quality customer service. Um, the things that we do for our clients, and our you know, and the consumer, and for the public are based on those three pillars. Mm-hmm. And just over time, I've been in the industry for almost twenty years, and one of the, I'm sorry, what happened? Mm-hmm.
0: No, I'm sorry. I'm just looking away and I don't want to be. Was, oh,
1: that's OK. You know, and so um, for almost 20 years. And um, when I think about what has sustained me in this business, um, a lot of my business has been referral. And that was mm-hmm. built off of educating our clients, being mm-hmm. transparent with you know clients, mm-hmm. um, being fair with clients. Mm -hmm. having a true consultation with the client so that they understood exactly what they were getting into, what their resources were, what what things were at their fingertips to help them achieve a goal. So I I think that being able to um, truly educate folks so that they become empowered to make their own decisions is Mm -hmm. key. And what I think sets apart is a lot of times, Especially in this day and age, because I know when I got into the business, there weren't that many African American realtors. It didn't seem like now it seems like everybody has a license.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um and just in general, you know, I've seen the industry become something where folks, you know, especially with the internet, call up an agent, they meet you at a property, and that's it. And for me and for my company, that's not how we would like to operate. We're professionals who um, are dedicated to, again, giving you resources and tools so that you're empowered to make an informed decision about mm-hmm. this purchase that you're making. And mm-hmm. then also for us, the um, the relationship doesn't end at just the transaction, once the transaction ends. So being able to stay in touch with people and um, being able to start to call clients, family, and friends is something that I think you know, sets us apart.
0: Now I hear integrity all in that, you know, and it's stated, you know, honesty is telling the truth, integrity is living it, you mm-hmm. know, and then, you know, and, and then it's real estate. And, um, you, It can be, you know, gray area. And it's like you said, um, it it sometimes gets to a point where, you know, um, and technology has done a lot of that, you know, made it readily available, make Make a person that, you know, well, I wanna see this property now, so they'll call you. It used to be a time where you meet a person. And and as you stated, you know, in in my office, the practices, especially for um, women agents, you know, it's really a requirement that you do meet in the office. You need a copy of your driver's license, or at some point, set up a system like we, where um, the person sends a copy of the driver's license in. And that driver's license, you know, is sent to you know a group or a small group, and if you're going to meet them out, so we've had to make adjustments, you know, for that. You know, mm-hmm. where we used to would meet in the office, you know, get a copy of a person's license, and that is in the, it is in the office there. So if anything would happen, we have a kind of a point of reference of where you know. what I mean, I forbid something happen. Um, mm-hmm. So technology has um, made it so, sort of like you said, instead of meeting at the office, you end up meeting at the property um and sometimes it could be a phone call hey i want to you know pick i want to see this property you don't know who you're meeting so you know being a professional that's something that um we definitely don't want to do for safety reasons for a number of reasons you know and um you know so i like the fact that you know what you mentioned about and i definitely you know the integrity part of things is is so important because there's so much of it that so It's so often that it's not there, you know. You run into it where it's not there, you know. You deal with it where it's not there. So, um, it's good to be able to know that there's individuals and companies that still believe in that, you know. I I agree with them.
1: I can tell my agents too. I mean, if you operate the way you're supposed to operate, the money's going to come if you're chasing the money. People will smell commission breath all over you. (laughs) And that that can repel people. (laughs) That that can repel people. It's It's better to, um, you know, again, operate with integrity, be open and honest, and um, have your actions reflect how you, A, want to be treated, but how you think business should be done. And for me, it's not about chasing the commission. If you do the right thing, the money's going to come.
0: Absolutely. You, You conduct business, the money will come. So, um, wow, I lost my other question. I was going to ask you something you said, but here's a question from the audience is, um, what is the best way to choose an agent? How would you answer that question? And then what do you think? What do you think?
1: So I have um, questions that when I interview agents, um, I'm really trying to find out um, their entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I need to um, be able to pull if this is someone who has the, Um, who has, who has it in them to go after the business or are they expecting business to be dropped in their lap? Mm -hmm. Um, That, you know, you just got to be mindful of that because again, people have misconceptions about how real estate works. And again, Mm -hmm. if you don't see it as you running your own business, then your expectations will, you know, probably result in you thinking that this is what's supposed to happen granted we have tools in place to help get people started but Mm -hmm. it's not the sole um it's not the sole base of where they should be getting their business from Um, you also want to i also look for people who have uh, compassion uh Mm -hmm. people who are interested in um in teaching um and who have a level of patience Mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, working with the public. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, those are my top things.
0: Gotcha. So now that's perfect. For, that's for a broker side of it. What do you, what is, what What would you recommend for if a buyer, a consumer is looking to, to look for an agent? What do you, what What should they look for in an agent? If, an um, agent? if a
1: consumer is looking for an agent, mm-hmm. um, their knowledge, knowledge base and, gotcha. um, and granted, And I want to put this caveat in there. Sometimes we look for people who have um, an extensive amount of knowledge, but you might in this, and I don't want this to be a deterrent for someone using a newer agent. You have people who um, are new in the industry and they need to get their experience. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, making sure that they're with a brokerage that is helping them along the way, helping them answer questions. Great point. um, someone who you know has access to getting the resources they need to help their client so again I just wanted to throw that little caveat yeah yeah and
0: you know
1: someone who is able to, you know, provide you with some sort of consultation. One of the things that we do in our office is, you know, if you're, especially if you're meeting with a new buyer or seller, what have you, what is that initial consultation looking like? Are you going through the initial paperwork with them? Are you going over, um, you know, explaining the process to them so that they can, again, make an informed decision? Are you hearing what their needs are? Are they, is know, is that agent listening to you? And are they able to, Um, reiterate what you're saying that you want. So you know that they hear what -hmm. you're saying. So yet your best interest is at at heart. So um, someone who listens, someone who has a level of knowledge, someone who has support Mm -hmm. and and who is, you know, just committed to helping you achieve your end goal.
0: Active listening, active listening, someone really listening to you, you Mm -hmm. know, and not just showing you properties because you know you tell them exactly what you want and they bring you something different. And, you know, or they have commission breath, you know? <laughs> and,
1: but, you know, we also have to be consultants as well. We have to keep things in, in perspective and reality right. too. I mean, a lot of times we get people who have an idea of what they want, but their approval amount may not reflect what they want. So when I talk about, you know, um, being honest with people, um, we need to be able to a have the easy conversations, but have the hard conversations as well. Right. And um, and that's I think respectable if you're able to do both of them right. without feeling like you can't, you know, be honest with your clients and let them know. Okay, this even though this is what you're looking for, this mm-hmm. is where you're approved now. Talk to future pace them for other things. Sometimes people purchase a property thinking they have to be there for thirty years you know, let them know, okay, you're buying this property here. This might be your first one based on yeah. you know what you're able to afford. But down the line, this is an opportunity to gain equity in the property. Again, we're educating them so that they know that there are options. And when people don't know that they have options, then they just feel stuck. And mm-hmm. so I think that, you know, our job is to, you know, present those mm-hmm. options. So they're making wise decisions.
0: Thank you for that. Very important. Cool. Yep. And the big another part of that is too is you want to make sure that um one thing that stuck out to me, which when you mentioned it is one other suggestion is that you know know what know yourself what it is that you want as a consumer. And when you do it, when you know, you know, and sometimes you may not know that, you know, and if you don't know, that's fine. Um, but if you're looking to do a multifamily property, you want to find someone that has experience in that, you know, and find someone that you know, some of your questions might be, you know, you know, have you done multifamily properties? Have you, do you have experience in that? Um, because you don't want to, you don't want, it's almost like a, you know, every, if you're an attorney, you can be an attorney, you have a law license or a real estate professional because we have a real estate license and we're licensed to sell anywhere in the state. Um, like you're licensed in Pennsylvania and you can sell all over Pennsylvania, all over New Jersey. However, I wouldn't come to Ewing. I would call you and do a referral for you because you know the Ewing area. You know, so um, you don't want to go to Dunkin' Donuts to get an oil change. You know, because it's, you know it's liquid, but it might not do too good for your um, for your, for your for your vehicle. So you want to have an industry expert in what it is that you're looking to do. So if you're looking to buy a multifamily, you want someone that has an experience level in what it is that you're looking for. You know mm-hmm. that that's what I would add to that part of that as well. So, um, do you, th- is this your calling? Is this your calling? It's real estate. After 20
1: calling. years, it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, what I think my true calling is, is, you know, I, I really give thought to this. I'm from a family of educators and, mm. um, granted, I am not one who needs to be in a traditional classroom, but I truly enjoy educating people on wow. the process and getting them from A to Z. And so um, when I think about where I want to take, you know, my business, I'm thinking about, you know, just making sure that the agents who work here um, are in that path of educating. And then for myself, you know, just looking at ways, not looking at ways, I'm going to be exploring opportunities to, uh, you know, teach other people on how to gain their real estate license. And not even just that, people get their real estate license, but nothing is really teaching them how to start their business and stay in the business. So I want to take it to another level. Um, And I'm sure people are out there doing it before myself. That my calling is is educating and education
0: teaching. education nice mm-hmm. so wow that's good good um, so when are you get your instructor's license <laughs>
1: um, it's it's on the calendar to I um, yeah I um, it's funny because I recently got. Accepted into um, the Rutgers um, Entrepreneur Program, Entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. Program. And so uh, between that and serving as a tax commissioner for the state, I mean, for uh, Mercer County, you know, I have a lot on my plate. Mm -hmm. Um, So once I finish the Rutgers course, I'm going to be looking at getting my. So what is that? Can you just give us a brief summary? A brief summary? Brief summary.
0: Brief summary of the um, Rutgers Entrepreneur
1: yes so it is geared towards um first generation um entrepreneurs and um what it does is basically um help you with strategizing for growth um of your business so you know whether it be from a marketing aspect creating an exit strategy um for your business um you know looking at ways to you know expand and grow recruitment it's a it's a nine-month program that touches on a number of things that um a lot of times we as first time or first generation business owners Mm -hmm. don't realize we need to need to know (laughs) we need to know so when i used to work in corporate america um my supervisor he always had this circle there was a, a some things that you knew that you, there's there are things, you know, mm-hmm. there are things, you know, you don't know. And then mm-hmm. there are things that you don't know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And where I see this course is addressing those things. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. as well as the things that I know, I don't know. So if I have that, you know, knowledge to help grow my business, um, that's what I'm expecting to get out of the course.
0: Nice. Thank you.
1: And one last question I wanted to ask for you. Thank you.
0: Um, if you thank you for your time, appreciate you definitely um, sharing. Um, you this you, you imparted a lot of good information um, for our listeners. And what would you like your legacy to be? I
1: would like my legacy to be. I would like my legacy to be someone, to be known as someone and who owned an agency. That truly cared about the people that, um, that we that came through our doors. Um, we and, and through that caring, again, it's not just the end of the transaction, but you know, beyond the transaction. We educated you, got you to a certain point. You came back because you wanted to do some more based on the education we provided. But even after that being able to um, know that if you needed anything from us, we were a connector and a bridge and a resource to help you with something else that may not have necessarily been real estate related. Nice. Um,
0: so we went we went over a little bit of our time. Definitely. You have time for one more question? That's sure. From the audience. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and the question is um, from Stephen. And he asked, um, is it better to work with a part-time agent or a full-time agent? And that may be a question that, that may be on some of the minds of others as well.
1: For a consumer to work with a part-time agent or full-time yeah. agent? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think that it really depends on your, your time commitment. If you, say, for example, are available during the day, um, maybe in your in your agent who works part-time works a nine to five that may not be the best fit for you mm-hmm. um and and i'm being careful on how i answer this because there are some part-time agents who are really good
0: absolutely there's some
1: full-time agents who aren't really absolutely. good <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <True>. <laughs> so i, That's I think I mean. you know it, it really depends on what it is that you are looking for in an agent when it comes to not only the um, knowledge that they're going to impart, but mm-hmm. also their availability to assist you during the process, and how flexible you are with working around, unfortunately, their nine to five schedules. If you know if that's something that is mm-hmm. important to you, and it goes back to your point
0: too, um, for to also to know what you want because if you know that you know what you want and based on your consultation, if you don't, if that person can't provide that for you or back to your point of the brokerage that they're working for, because there never should be a time where the part-time schedule of, an, of another interferes with your ability to accomplish what you want and your objective, mm-hmm. you know? So if if there's, um, there should be a, at least, can they get, the, can, it, can the job still get accomplished? Really, I think you know, um, would be, you know, my perspective if if I had to work with an agent. I mm-hmm. want to be able to know if they were gonna be able to, you know, of course, you know, we can find ways to make our schedules meet and work, you know, however, um, and it's being realistic and within reason too. And like you said, having to being able to have tough conversations as well as the easy conversations, because if it gets to a point where, you know, um it's not working, or if someone is being unrealistic, you wanna set the stage next, set the environment that is safe to have that, be able to have that conversation. You know, mm-hmm. that it's a, for lack of a better word, a safe place that you can have those, you know, tough conversations, whether it be, whether it's not um, the conversation is a comfortable one or not, you know, Um, and being realistic, you know, it's very, it's a good, you know, is important.
1: And if it is a part time agent, you know, it it might be an opportunity to see if they work on a team or work, you know, mm -hmm. hand in hand with another agent in their office Mm -hmm. who can assist with some of the um, tasks that are involved with, you know, serving as a realtor. Mm -hmm. So again, I I, I don't like to box agents in on part time, full time, but it's really about the connection that you have, what it is you're looking for to make you feel safe, comfortable, and mm-hmm. and and um having someone who you can trust mm-hmm. during the process, mm-hmm. whether they're part time or full time, you know, it it really just depends.
0: Right. Thank you so much for your time. Um, Farida. appreciate Thank you, you for and- having me. Yeah, and definitely have to come back to do this again maybe um, after, after you know, things are over or um, things get better. So um, look forward to talking to you soon and talking to you on the RIMBY um, stuff as far as the property management. And just want to thank you for your time. Any parting words, any last words you'd like to share with anyone? Um,
1: You know, just... Keep moving forward. Um, every mm-hmm. every day, uh, we can either be stuck in where we are or just move forward. So no matter yeah. how you know slow things are, you still got to keep moving forward. Eventually, you're going to come out on the other side. Beautiful
0: point. Thank you for that. Um, um, again, thank you for tuning in, everyone, to Everything Real Estate, Maurice Muhammad, um, with your your podcast and Everything Real Estate. We will be back with you again with our next guest, um, Derek Luckett, um, and our next top, um, and we'll be letting you know when that is. Um, We are airing more regularly now because of the pandemic that we're dealing with. However, our our normal regular airing times is on Sundays at 3 p.m. However, we're just here to try, not try, but we want to impart information um, on you and help you with any questions you may have and to help you be able to you know, in ways that we can, you know, with information because knowledge is definitely power. And again, I would like to thank you for it, those who tuned in. Um, be on the lookout for um, more information to come as we uh, share and continue to down this path of these days ahead. And um, thank you again, karita and that is thank
1: it. Thank and, you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh